The Florida Gators have the best safety room in college football, and we're going to talk about it only here on Locked on Gators. And I realized that a, a, a month or so ago, maybe even longer than that, I had someone comment on my show when I talked about Rashad Torrance being an All-American caliber, and they were like, well, when's the last time a player went from all, not being All-SEC to being All-American? And then I rattled off like seven instances in the past three years, or past two years. It, it's a common thing. It, it's like, it makes no sense that that's an argument. Um, but Rashad Torrance is second, All-American caliber player, and, and it's you can't tell me otherwise. I'm firmly entrenched in this stance. We're about to talk about another safety that is quite polarizing from Florida Gators fans. But first, a quick word from our sponsors. You are Locked On Gators, your daily podcast on the Florida Gators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Gators, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Gators your first listen of the day. We are available daily and free wherever you listen to podcasts. Happy Friday. I'm Brandon Olson. You can find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. You can find my written work with Whole Nine Sports and Giants Country of SI.com. And you can find me here Monday through Friday, and I will be back from vacation this coming Monday. So we're getting into it. Um, but to wrap up this two-week vacation now, we're talking about the safety room, and it's one that I, I intentionally saved this for the end because I was like, I feel so strongly for the safety room. Um, I'm very openly. I've said it before. I've said Rashad Torrance II is the best safety in college football. Uh, argue with your cat. Don't argue with my cat. She's here. She's sleeping. Don't argue with my cat. Argue with your cat. Argue with your dog. Argue with your wall. I don't care who you argue with. Um, I don't want to hear it. Rashad Torrance II is that center fielder type that has a ton of success as a deep roamer in cover one, in cover three. He, he's played so much. I mean, look, we could talk about Vanderbilt being Vanderbilt, but just watch that Vanderbilt game and all the plays that Rashad Torrance II made. Watch the Georgia game and watch the plays that Rashad Torrance II made. And I, I know that I've had comments when I've praised him before to go, oh, th- this this analyst said that he's always out of position. You don't know that. You don't, you don't know what the defensive call was. You can't say that. You need to break down what the defensive call is by breaking down the scheme. But even then, you don't know how the coach wants them to play it. Like, like, and I realized that I, like I've, I've said before, I'm like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go at him for this, but like whoever was like, ah, Rashad Torrance II is always out of position. He's not an NFL player. You're out of your mind. That, that, it's as simple as that. Todd Grantham got fired for a reason. Like th- this defense last year was horribly coached. And I mean, they were, the LSU ran counter trap 45 times and it worked every single time. Georgia came out the next game, ran counter trap and it worked immediately. So I don't want to hear he was out of position. They were horribly coached. You look at the traits and you go, that's a good football player. Not they're out of position because the coach sucks. Simple as that. Uh, So that's where I'm at with it. I get a little bit heated about this. I played DB. I've had coaches that told me how to play the same coverage in insanely opposite ways. So I don't want to hear anything about that. Um, That's just, just admit you don't know what you're talking about at that point. Rashad Torrance II, he led the team in tackles last year. Uh, the average depth of tackle was ten and a half tack was ten and a half yards downfield. Rashad Torrance in pass coverage was targeted or credited with twenty seven targets. He allowed eighteen catches for two hundred eighty one yards, two touchdowns, three interceptions, and a passer rating of eighty six point one. Frankly, 
not fantastic numbers. Um, but I mean, again, it's one of those things where happens. Uh, that's, that just is what it is. I don't care. You could say he was out of cover. I don't care if you say he was out of position. Um, you could say that you'd be wrong and it's dumb of you to say, but you could say that if you'd like, but we're talking about Rashad Torrance as someone who this year in Patrick Tony's defense is going to be continued to ask that to play that center fielder role even more often than he did last year, because last year he'd come down into the box more. I don't think we're going to see that as much this year. Um, you know, we're, we're going to see a lot of cover one and a lot of cover three from Florida. And I think that that's kind of where they're going to go. Rashad, like that's your responsibility. Like you're that guy for us. Um, you've, you've shown that, I mean, he, he led the team in picks last year with three, which is not great, but he led the team in picks last year. He consistently made plays in coverage and made plays downfield. And having that, that elite free roaming safety is one of the, uh, I think that is one of the most overlooked things in football. People talk about the value of the safety. It's invaluable. You you can't you can't put a a measuring stick on having an elite safety. That's just that's one of the things where it's like, no, I think you could find a lot of, uh, I think you could find a lot of average safeties, a lot average talent safeties. Uh, but if you have an elite safety, they can completely transform your defense. And I think that's what Rashad Torrance II does. And I think that Patrick Tony is going to do everything in his power to kind of capitalize on that because you're, you've got Rashad Torrance II for a year. Um, I know, I forgot who it was, but someone was like, oh, this this website put out a list of draft eligible, of, of Gators that are going to be in the draft after this year. Um, and, and they didn't include Rashad Torrance, so he's not in the NFL safety. That's stupid. Um, it's, it's as simple as that. That's that's. I, I realize I'm being pretty harsh here. It's stupid to say he's not an NFL caliber safety just for that reason. Um, that like, oh, this guy didn't put him on a list. They probably forgot to put him on a list or thought, you know, he'll be back for another year. I don't think he will. If he has the year that I'm expecting him to have, he ain't coming back. He's, he's that Magic Johnson video of, I'm not going to be here. It's as simple as that. Rashad Torrance II is, is an elite safety who was snubbed from the All-SEC team, snubbed from the, uh, I mean, not snubbed from All-American, but snubbed from the All-SEC team. Do you think that the Florida Gators football team is going to win six games this year? Seven games this year? Let's call it an even six and a half, right? Why not? Bet online is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports information. And right now they have the Florida Gators line set at six and a half wins this season. If you think the Gators are going to win more than that, bet the over. If you think the Gators are going to win less than that, bet the under. If you want to bet on anything else, baseball, tennis, football in the NFL, whatever it is, basketball, whatever you want to bet on. You can do that. Check out Bet Online. You can head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn all about the trends and action. Check out Bet Online. It's where the game starts. Thanks for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day. We are available daily and free wherever you listen to the podcast. We're talking about safeties today, the best safety room in the nation, right here in Gainesville. And Trey Dean the third is the other safety that we're talking about. We talked about Rashad Torrance during the last segment. And yeah, now we got trading the third and trading the third is a completely polarizing safety where I've had people that specialize in covering the NFL draft go, he's a pretty good safety. Like, I, like he has a role in the NFL. 
And I've had Gator Sands go, oh, he's horrible. The humanity. Um, stupid. Simply, I'm, I'm just, I'm throwing that word at people today. That's where I'm at. Fight me about it. Um, that, that's how I'm ending my vacation. Fight me about it. But trading the third, he, he's been an underneath coverage specialist. He deserves to be playing that box role. He's not really uh he's not really a deep safety type. He's got incredible length. He's a very good athlete. He's got that mentality. Um, uh, but he's he's he should be relegated to or not even relegated. Relegated gives it a negative connotation. He's best used as a box safety. Um, I think that we'll see him play a little bit of that slot role this year as well, just because I think he can do that. Um, I feel like Trey Dean the third is one of those players where when we get when he gets to the NFL level, because he will get to the NFL level, um, when he gets to the NFL level, you're gonna look at him and you're gonna say, He I don't know, he's one of those guys that just outperformed what he looked like in college. Um, and I think people make that statement again because of just how poorly coached this defense was last year, specifically in the secondary, um, or specifically at safety. And I, I think that people are going to look at him and go, wow, we, we didn't see this coming from him in college. But I, I genuinely think Trey Dean's the type where you could play him as a box safety, you could play him as a big nickel, you could play him as a money backer, and you just go, yeah, just erase this big slot. Erase this uh, this this tight end and, and play man coverage and stop him. I think Trey Dean the third is very good in man coverage and he's not given enough credit for being a good man coverage defender. Um, primarily because he was asked to do things he shouldn't have done last year and he just doesn't get the credit for things that he is good at. And don't get me wrong, he's not without fault. I'm not, I'm not saying that, um, but he was put in a bad situation. And when you're put in a bad situation, you got to try to make the most of it. He tried doing that, and and that's what happened. Um, Again, with Patrick Tony, I think that he'll be asked to play more of that rover role underneath. He'll be asked to play a big nickel role. He'll be asked to play uh, just as a box safety and maybe as a money backer, although I think DeJuan Black can handle that role, so I don't think it would happen. Um, and, and that's kind of where we're at, where uh, trading third was second on the team in tackles with an average depth of tackle of 6.7 yards. Which, I mean, pr- honestly, for both players, that's not bad. Most average depth of tackle you'll look is going to be shorter than that because it's uh, most of the people that typically have the most tackles are linebackers and defensive linemen, and that really shrinks that average depth of tackle number because they're already closer to the line of scrimmage. Uh, but Trey Dean, when he was in coverage, was targeted 30 times. He allowed 14 catches for 193 yards, two touchdowns, and a pick. That's a 76.1 passer rating. That's not bad at all. I mean, statistically, that that's better than Rashad Torrance II did. Um, again, I think it's a different situation. But yeah, statistically, that's better than Rashad Torrance II did. Statistically, that's about as good as Kyrie Elam was last year, which I'm cool with a safety being as as productive uh, in coverage as, as a first-round pick corner. Um, obviously that's apples to oranges, but you know, if we're looking strictly at the numbers, I think that's a fine case to make. And we're about to take a look at two other safeties that the Florida Gators have that are kind of waiting in the wings, but they will be great right after this quick word from our sponsors. Today's episode is brought to you by rock auto with the ever increasing number of makes and models. It is now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure pointless and seemingly intimidating and frustrating questions of, is your Odyssey an LX or an EX? Mm -hmm. 
and wait while the person behind the counter orders your parts on their computer from their distributor or their supplier and then charge you their price for it. That doesn't make no sense, baby. Maybe that don't make no sense. You have computers with access to rockauto.com or you have your phone with access to rockauto.com and you can save time and money when using rockauto.com. Go explore their easy-to-use website to find the solution for your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck, right? Locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know exactly who sent you with amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts that your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com. To wrap up today's show, like I said, we're talking about two safeties um, on this Florida Gators roster, which there there are more than two safeties that I think will be very good. You know, there's Corey Collier, who we're not about to talk about right now. There's Kamar Wilcoxon, who I don't, who we're not going to talk about right now. Um, I was going to say I don't think we're going to talk about this if I don't know what's about to happen. Um, but I, we're not going to talk about him. We're not going to talk about Corey Collier. There's a lot of safeties here, but we're going to talk about two in specific. And one is a true freshman. One is a redshirt freshman or true sophomore, I believe. Um, Cause it's his second year. And I believe he played more than four games. If I'm not mistaken, he definitely should have, um, but it's just based on special teams alone, but it's Kamari Wilson is the first one that we're going to talk about where uh, Kamari first, I mean, he should, he should be crowned a King in Gainesville just for breaking the IMG curse, helping other IMG players and recruiting other IMG players to come to Gainesville after not being able to do that at all um, since IMG started. So he, he deserves that. Uh, the hype around, I mean, he has nothing but hype around, around him right now. And Kamari Wilson, his ability to contribute all over the defense, he could play that deep safety role. He could play that box safety role. He could play that slot role occasionally. We keep hearing that. It's yet to be seen. But the promise is there, the potential is there uh, for Kamari Wilson to eventually become the next great Florida safety after Trey Dean and Rashad Torrance are gone. Um, I believe both of them will be gone after this year. Uh, Donovan McMillan didn't play a ton last year, um, which is stupid, but <gasps> God, Todd Grantham sucks. Um, that's, that's like I said, I'm, I'm at the point of the offseason and I'm at the point of, of the show where I'm just like, and, and just doing this show in general, and I've been recording for eight hours now, um, where I'm just like, you know what? I'm tired of it. I'm coming for people's necks at this point. That's what I'm doing with this episode specifically. Safety talk gets me fired up. So Donovan McMillan didn't play much last year. He should have. It was a dumb decision. We acknowledge that. Um, but he's another guy where both of them, are players that can contribute all over this defense. I think Donovan McMillan can play that deep safety role if he's needed to. I think Donovan McMillan could play the box safety role. I think Kamari Wilson could both do it. But I feel like both of these guys, and also you're going to see them play this year because we'll rotate safeties, but also we're going to see three safety sets out of Patrick Tony. Um, But I think when we look at both of these safeties, and from what I've seen from them, whether it's a spring game or film last year or high school film, both of them don't feel like natural center field type safeties. They don't feel like natural deep safeties to me. They can do it, but I feel like they might be Tradine-esque where it's like, well, Tradine can do it, but I don't know if he should do it. And I think it's also 
a weird situation because Rashad Torrance II has excelled as a deep safety. And so I think it's like, well, then you're taking him out of his element and taking Tradeen out of his element just to mix him around. But maybe when Rashad Torrance II is gone, we see a little bit more of the positional versatility of, well, this guy can play deep safety, probably shouldn't all the time. And we have two players like that in Kamari Wilson and Donovan McMillan, where, again, I'm not sure they're ever going to be that that elite, free-roaming, deep safety type. Um, they both feel, to me, more like box safeties or underneath cover men, you can call them, if you want to do the same thing that I just mentioned with trading of going, put them on a tight end in man coverage or put them on a big slot in man coverage and just say, erase this man from the offensive game plan. And I think both are capable of doing that underneath. Uh, it's just a matter of how they develop and what they can become. But I think having the defensive minds that we have here, um, specifically, obviously, I'm talking about Patrick Tony and the defensive scheme that they have, where I think you could look at Trey Dean to have a Jalen Petrie type of year. I think you could look at both Kamari Wilson and Donald McMillan to eventually have that. And Jalen Petrie, if you don't know, uh, second round pick to the Texans with Baylor, which is this defense is going to look very similar to Baylor's defense. Uh, just, just used him everywhere and, and found ways to be creative with him. And I think Kamari Wilson and Dominic McMillan are going to be those types. I think Kamari Wilson has better deep safety potential than Donovan McMillan. Just watching Donovan, I feel like he plays um, with his hips not low enough in coverage and he's just not going to excel there. Um, but I think they're both very talented safeties. I think they're both going to be great starting safeties for a year or two before they go to the NFL. And Florida does have the best safety room in college football. I don't care. Argue with anybody else you want about that. Thanks for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day every day. We are available daily and free wherever you listen to the podcast. We'll be back Monday with more on your Florida Gators. Now make your second listen to the Lockdown NBA Big Board Podcast. Rafael Barlow, Richard Stamen, Sam Ferris, and Leif Thulin give fans an in-depth look into the biggest prospects, the latest player rankings, and of course, Big Boards for Lockdown Gators. I'm Brandon Olson. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. Find all my written work with Whole Nine Sports and, Gator- and Giants Country of SI.com, and I will see you all tomorrow.